listener exclusive. It's Matt Collins for breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Great to hang out with you on the podcast edition, exclusively on the listener app, of course. And this is our chat with Griffith Mayor Doug Curran. This week, discussing the public holiday events coming to town. Volunteers needed for a very popular Griffith event. The Mayor answers a listener question in regards to grants and where that money comes from. And Rex Airlines has announced a reduction in flights to regional New South Wales airports. Yes, the Griffith and Narandra Airport have been impacted. Let's find out some more from Griffith Mayor Doug Curran. We normally get him in on a Monday, but it's great to have him any day of the week. Griffith Mayor Doug Curran, good morning to you. Morning, Matty. I feel bad. I feel like I've taken over from the uh, the police opportunity to, to have their say. No, no. Well, they had that. Police Inspector Glenn Smith on earlier. I actually drew a blank before. I said Griffith Mayor Doug, <sighs> and I forgot your last name, so I do apologise. That's all right, mate. It's Curran, just in case you, you forget again while we're on this interview. But... Right. I've, I've written it down. <laughs> Good so, on you. <laughs> I should write more things down <laughs> instead of relying on my old memory. Uh, uh, lot, lots to get through, uh, and a lot of people talking about, well, we've spoken about the Griffith Airport before, but uh, Rex Airlines, uh, there's uh, question marks around how many flights in regional New South Wales. What does it mean for Griffith? Yeah, so at the moment we've got five uh, weekday um, flights, and that will go back to three from the end of October. They've told us that will be the way it is until probably the end of March when they get some new recruits through. They're just shorter pilots, and they've also got some dramas with their um, spares for their engines on their Saab. So um, the combination of the two just means that we're going to go from five flights per weekday back to three. We're probably in a slightly fortunate situation that we do have a competitor out there as well. So um, all I can do is encourage people to book their flights early and get out there on time because uh, that, that the idea is that they don't have as many cancellations that they are having at the moment. I'm hearing too often. But this isn't Griffith exclusive. This is right across the state. So is it is a pilot shortage statewide? Absolutely. It's a pilot shortage for the company. So that I think there's seven... Um, areas that are, that have been had reductions. There are also areas that are, that have have they've ceased working in that area because there are completely yeah because there are competitors there. So they're just trying to spread their um, limited resources across the state to make sure that everywhere. I mean, it, it's our only air connectivity out of mm-hmm. here. We don't go to Melbourne. We don't go anywhere else. So if we lost Sydney, that would be dire for Griffith. So we want to make sure that we maintain it. So we are in open communication with Rex. Is there any uh, fear of that happening? At this stage, no. They've absolutely said that they will maintain the three a week, three per day during the week, um, and that from the end of March next year that they hope to get back to the, the previous five per day. And it's a pilot shortage, and uh, the other reason was around engines? Yeah, uh, just some spare parts for their engines. So their, their planes are getting old. I mean, we've we've had those planes for a long time. They're a very reliable plane, but their planes are getting old, and getting spare parts out of uh, their overseas supplier is, is one of the things that they nominated on their in their letter to council, that and the pilot shortage. So they're blaming other, other predatory airlines for taking their pilots. Apparently from a, a flight officer to a pilot is actually a five-year Mm. Um, term. So that's pretty hard to get them through that. And then when you get them through, another company comes on and says, oh, we'll take you. We'll take you very much. Thanks very much. Thanks for training him. Come to Sydney or Melbourne or wherever. Uh, A a, a problem we're seeing in lots of different industries, sadly. 
Absolutely spot on. All right, uh, let's chat about. Well, the school holidays is uh, is in full force, and I make light of the situation for our parents and the grandies. Uh, but it's a pat on the back for for Griffith. Lots and lots of of stuff going on these couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been great. We've got uh, the vintage car rally out here next week. We had the biggest lap on the weekend. Um, there's there's the Spring Fest is coming up. Griffith Show. Griffith Show's on, absolutely. We had the, the under-12 Jamboree, bas- Basketball New South Wales on the weekend. Honestly, there's there's so much on, and it's great. This weather's heating up, so take advantage of the pool. Um, I'm sure the splash pad down at City Park will be going shortly. Um, we're working on the lake. We're doing everything we can to, to try and improve the livability and amenity in Griffith, and we encourage people to get out there and take advantage of some of those actions that are on, especially during the school holidays, as you say. You mentioned Spring Fest, then. There's a call from council at the moment, or at least the organisers, to get involved. Volu- they need more volunteers. Yeah, so putting the oranges onto the sculptures is quite a quite a task. We I've been down there for the last probably decade and you'll get anywhere up to 200 people down there putting these oranges on you need to put the rubber bands on early so it is really a a, a, an army that is required for it and we're just asking people to come down there the schools put them in churches businesses there are a a multitude of people and the more that you get down there there's a a line to put a barbecue on there's coffee vans so it's it's a real uh, great thing to be a part of it really is and and for the kids running around so there's no cars through the area so kids are able to to sort of move around the whole area they can go along help their school and then go and help some of the other sculptures so it's a great thing to be a part of and i encourage as many people to get down there as you can even if you come down for a look i'll guarantee you if you bring the kids they'll be helping before you know it. oh yeah it's always the way isn't absolutely it? <laughs> uh, and just quickly as we wrap it up we have had a call uh, earlier on in regards to the grants that council is offering to various organizations the question is where is that money coming from mr mayor yeah so that uh, we we allocate up to fifty thousand dollars a year to community organizations from our general fund so it is from ratepayers money we allocate that to bit to uh not for profits around the community that are doing activities trying to enhance our community. I understand when we're talking SRVs, could we give it a miss? $50,000 in a $5 million uh, budget, I, it's it's insignificant, but the significance to those community organisations is huge. It, it, in most cases, it is the, do we run the event or don't? If we don't get the money, we can't run the event. So I understand we are looking to save. We're going to find a million dollars worth of savings, but this shouldn't be one of them because those community organisations really do they, appreciate they can't, that money. A lot of them can't get by without it. I can't guess. function. Well, they'll, they'll pick a specific event and say, we're going to have this event if we get the money from council. When they don't get the money, they don't have the event. It doesn't happen. Exactly. And that, that impacts a, a lot of people. And it, it, often it impacts the people that we, we want to impact the least. Uh, it might be the elderly, it might be the disabled, it might be homeless. Mm. They're the people that these are aimed at. It's not aimed at um, having an event for councillors to have a Christmas party or something like that. It's aimed at people that often will go without if this event isn't on. Um, just the yes or no or as much as info as you want to give, the special rate variation consultations, that's all done and dusted. It's now in um, uh, council's hands. What's the latest? So no latest. We're, we're working through that that consultation phase of uh, the submissions that we got. Councillors have formed a view, I believe, in most cases. There are probably a couple that are, that are swinging. And at the end of next month, we'll have that vote. And from there, we'll move on. So, has to be a consensus or is it a majority rule? Just majority. It's it's exactly the same as, as uh, any, any other, other council. Can- 
council vote. That's decision. exactly right. If people aren't there, they miss out. If people are there and they vote, they, that, that's the vote that counts. So um, I'm led to believe all councils will be there. And, and on the night, I, I'm looking forward to some spirited debate and probably some community members that want to come and have a say as well. It wouldn't be a council issue without some spirited, healthy debate, Mr Mayor. And if it wasn't that way, we wouldn't have a healthy democracy and we'd be going backwards as a, as a city, I believe. Here, here. Um, uh, Doug Curran, great to chat. As always, talk next week. Good man. Thanks, Matty. A listener exclusive.